You're trapped. When? Now. It won't end well. Was I making noise? What do we do? Yeah. Get ready to run. All right. All right, and we are live. I um, forgot to mute. I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I totally, I thought I had muted. Sorry. It's quite all right. <laughs> of course, my slideshow is all f kinds of fucked up. It hasn't done it oh, for like a month. No, it just, it hasn't done it for like a month, but I, I have to, I have to, I, th this is some great radio right now. I'll, I'll tell you that, you know. Well, it's not radio. I mean, but uh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Kind of is radio. Uh, welcome to Movie Sutastic. Uh, the, the person who thinks we're on the radio is Joey. We are, and on the, the radio. person who doesn't is Scott. Hey, listen, podcast pa podcasts are bigger than fucking radio, so I, bigger than Jesus. Hey, bigger than Jesus. Um, oh, I, that's because I didn't uh, put the opening. Yeah. All right. So doing? we're 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 kind of um straying off course a little bit today because uh we're reviewing a good movie oh this i fucking love this movie it, it's a great film it is i i love this movie i i cannot say enough good things about it mm -hmm. it's uh it, it's just one of those hidden gems you know yeah, now green, uh, blah, 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 blah. green Room came out in, uh, what was it, 2015? Yeah. 2015. Right. And it, it's uh, written directed by Jeremy uh, Saulnier? Saulner. Saulner? I think it's Saulner. Okay. I always go for the French pronunciation. Saulnier! <laughs> Saulnier! Um, now, Saulnier. now uh, w when I saw Green Room, I didn't realize it at first, but I am already a fan of this writer-director. Oh, what else and has I he done? Well, I think it's interesting because last week when we reviewed Chomping and the Girls, right. I, I was waxing uh, poetic about the good old days when I used to actually go out of the way to watch films that had like a hundred thousand dollar budget because, but you know, because there you, you you had a higher chance of getting quality films those days, and you know, back and forth. Turns out, uh, his first major film was a gorilla budget horror film called Murder Party, which I saw when it came out and I loved it. Oh, I have to check that out. And uh, after that, he did the film Blue Ruin, which I've also seen and I also love. I haven't heard of that one. I did oh, see. I did see that he did some episodes, uh, uh, wrote and directed some episodes for True Detective, mm -hmm. which I is too, uh, yeah. season two, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, but th this is just one of those movies. One of the one of those get noticed movies um like when you have somebody like carantino come out and say this is this is one of the best films like out of nowhere mm -hmm. films i've seen it just he's right it's like this movie came out of nowhere nobody really knew what it was and then you see this movie and you can't help but be completely mm -hmm. enthralled by it completely just you're in it because not only not only is it a, they're in a, a real fucking tough situation, it's it's not one of those situations that it's like, oh, that'll, that could never happen. It's like, yeah, 
wrong place, wrong time kind of situation. <laughs> That's really well, what it comes down to. Now, uh, this this if uh, you're say, I'll, I'm going to be brief because you're not familiar with the first two films. Uh, this is the third part in what he considers the uh, I guess uh, unskilled protagonist. Oh, okay. Tr- trilogy. Because uh, in all three films, you have people that aren't skilled at what they're trying to do, do something. Um, and but what I, if the other two films as well, the one, like uh, it, all of his films are also they, they happen in the real world. Right. And what I mean by that is, it's like there, there's a, there's a, it, they're going. It's not. I'm not saying it's 100 percent realistic. There's always a, you know, a suspension of disbelief. I, I think there's one or two scenes in both all of the film films that you could argue aren't possible. But I mean, th- th- everything's handled with like like a real world seriousness and um, um, grittiness. Right. Right. The, they feel real, and and the characters feel real. Bet now, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, that the uh, Joe, uh, which which Nazi was it? I forget. I forget his name. Oh. Um, is is it the the one uh, the nice Nazi? Yeah, the ni- <laughs> the sympathetic Nazi. Yeah. Yes. The one where he's just um, like, man, I don't know if I should be involved in this. But I'm doing it because I. His name is Macon Blair. As a matter of fact, I th- I want to say Macon Blair is one of Jeremy's guys. Like he's in his other things. Yeah, or, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, is that Macon Blair uh, was also in? Um, he he's also in. Uh, oh Jesus, I just can't get my words together. But he's also in Blue Ruin and Murder Party. Oh, okay. He's the lead character in Blue Ruin. Got it. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, his so- character in this movie is he plays Gabe. He Gabe, yeah. He does everything that's asked of him. Even though you can tell that he's reached a point in his life where he finds what's happening despicable. You know? Like he's he's at that point where he's like, you know, when I when I did this, he was probably in a different place mentally and uh angrily and whatever got him to that point and he like he believed in the mm-hmm. in that type in that movement and he was was all in and then as things progressed you can tell he's too chicken shit to get out because there's a different consequence for that but uh-huh. you could tell he's also he doesn't like uh what he's asked to do and what he is doing and what he's seeing not that any well, I, not that I, you know you you not that i think feeling sorry for him is 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 wrong um but he got himself in that situation but you can tell he's in it he's he doesn't like it anymore well the 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 film i mean this his films are dependent upon character mm. and dialogue and but like also the background of the characters and and their um i guess path if you will and um the i think the film does a good does a good job of not only showing the kind of uh camaraderie between like people in the music industry but also between white white nationalists and nazis and skinheads but what what it also shows with the nazis though is like it it does show that there's like these there's strata 
there's like the heck, you know, there's like the, all right, these are the people that come here and, and, you know, say, say bad things and drink beer and, and stuff. Then these are the guys that like, and then you, like it goes up and up and then you get into like gangster territory. All right. These are the guys that kill people for us. And these are the guys right. that do this for, you know, it's, it's like, there's, it's, it's, it's a pyramid. And at the bottom are just these fucking flunky idiots running around. Right. Where they peaked in gym class. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's, um, and I also think one thing it does in the beginning, because I, the the whole opening is is an interview of the band, uh, which includes maybe from Arrested Development. Yep. Yep. Uh, yes. Ali Shawcat. Yes. Yes. And uh, uh, and uh, this film also stars Patrick Stewart and uh, the Dead One. Uh, Anton Yelchin. Anton Yelchin. This was his last film uh, before he. Uh, ran no, over I don't believe it was his last movie. It's it's it's, it's last theatrical. It's it's his last theatrical performance. That's what uh, I read. I really I thought Star Trek was the last thing. I I don't know if it was the last release. Phil, it was the last released. I think no. was the he did Star Trek Beyond a year later. Then it's the last one he filmed. I don't, it's one of those two. It's either or. Oh, so maybe either, okay. So like Star Trek Beyond was filmed before this movie, but released later. Is that what I don't you're know. saying? I, it's one of those. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I brought it up now. It's, uh, it's okay. <laughs> um, I'm just saying Star Trek Beyond came out a year ago. I, I wasn't ready to be challenged on it, that's all. I, I just, just I read the fact just... and went, oh, that's interesting. I'll bring that up later. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I didn't have the documentation. I didn't have the citations. Um, um, so, you, you know what's interesting? One of the things that I know I always want to bring up on the show, because when I watched it, um they they're in that interview and they ask them what their uh you know their stranded island band is and mm-hmm. everyone's given an answer and he doesn't give an answer he's like i can't right. think of one he doesn't give an answer but and then he doesn't give an answer all the way to the end of the movie but the director gives you the answer um i wasn't ready to talk about that but no I'll go i just want to bring it up so we can put it in there so that we can talk about it when it comes up because all right. Well, I, obviously, I know what the answer is, and I would like okay. to share it with everyone. Uh, well, we know the spoilers, so I don't care about that. Um, but but so that opening interview, one main thing it sets up is the fact that they don't have a, uh, a online presence, right? And they give their reason for that because they're hardcore punk rockers. You right. know, they believe in the movement. Uh, it it's an easy way to set up how they'd be in a situation where nobody knows where the fuck they are. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's what the whole first 15, 20, 15 minutes of the film is about. But at the same time, we're setting up character and we're setting up motive you know, and setting up this idea of who they are and who they think they are. And one of the things is in the film is that they bring up one of the interviews is who's your, your desert Island band. And they all mention like, can I say black Sabbath, this, that, you know, like all these hard punk bands. And, right. And uh, what's what's his name? Uh, uh, Pat, the, the, Pat, our main character, Pat uh, Chekhov. Uh, Pat uh, can't think of an answer, and it kind of shows that like they, they know exactly who they are and who they are from and what they want to be. But it shows that there's like this this little uh, this you know Pat's not sure. Right, he's not sure. He's wavering. Yeah. Right. So there's this moment of of clarity when they realize like with the kind of danger they're in at the end, where all of a sudden. Uh, maybe he's like, ah, fuck it, you know what? Uh, out of nowhere, and says, yeah, my, my, my Desert Island group would actually be um, Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. And then uh, and then the other one? I- Imogene I- Poots, her character, Amber, is like Madonna. Mm-hmm. You know? 
So. Right. So it shows that like like they had this, uh, and I think you have to compare this to the whole Nazi thing because at this, that's what I'm talking about. It sets up that they believe in this ideal, but then when it comes down at the end, it's like, well, yeah, no, this this was a whole fuck. It was this was a show. This isn't really us. Right. But you you see the kind of same thing with the Nazi group because example one of the examples I think they kind of show is they come up on stage and they the first song they play is a Dead Kennedy song. I uh, like fuck you Nazi pig or something like that. Right. Yeah. And like and, that. and and like there's this tense moment and everybody's like yeah 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 you know like they they dug the song. Yeah. So I I think it kind of shows the same level of. Uh, commitment that occurs later on when they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, you know, best band, honestly, you know, uh, um, Casey and the Sunshine Band, I gotta admit it. Yeah. And he's he just like, yeah, we're, we're here, we're Nazis, but that's a fucking good song, man. Fuck it. So there's, <laughs> yeah, there's right. a level of loyalty. So that's when you, so when the sh- sh- shit fits the fan, uh, you see where everybody's loyalties are. And at that point, uh, Pat's character still doesn't have an answer for it. Nope. He's he's still and and the, the you know and this is a whole idea of like he's he's forced to decide who he is in this moment, uh, and and so that's a character development. But but I just like how it kind of mirrors the whole Nazi thing, uh, where he's like you know because they even say you know, what, what what do you need I need two loyals, right? You know it's like red, red they, laces, so they know red laces yeah. only. Well, not even well that's that's later. Later is the red laces, but earlier when they need to get the stab victim. Oh right, right, right. It's like, yeah, no, I, need the, yeah. I, I, I need a, a loyal person it's because like, how about uh, two? Pat he forgets his phone or no? Right, um, that's how we get snagged in. Ali Shawcat forgets her phone and he goes back to go get it for her, and he sees a girl on the ground with a knife in her head, obviously just killed. So he freaks out. He's like, I gotta call the police, and they get detained. They get detained, and you know uh, if he hadn't called if he hadn't called nine one one, all of this could have been avoided. Of course, but he's trying to do the right thing, um, yeah. Because he doesn't know that the Nazis are going to try and cover it up. They don't want any extra attention, mm-hmm. you know. So, so what happens is he starts to call the police, gets disconnected. Obviously, the police are going to call back or nine one one. That's what they do. So Gabe is ready for it's like yeah i just called i'm sorry we got disconnected and then he gives mm-hmm. them some bullshit story about two people in the club one stabbed the other and then that's right. when they go get the two loyals to you know one actually does stab the other but in such a way that he's not gonna get hurt uh well too bad but yeah I, I, just to prove the story that you know they're making up yeah and i, and I think that's important too uh, as far as like setting that idea that like not all these skinheads are trust trustworthy and right. this is going to become a, a small group instead of a lot because if it was like the whole group and just if if it was the whole hey guys here's we got to kill these guys in the back everybody in i mean they could have done that and had the next and then like just played music the rest of the night oh yeah but they know but that so, uh there's too many people to try and trust and that's why yeah. patrick stewart the guy that actually kills the girl he sends them on their way and gives them a bag of dope and he says, mm-hmm. you know, go go out, hide out, and go have fun. And then there's a reveal for that later. Which is that... Oh, I just got it, too. Oh, oh really? I just got it. Yeah, he gives him a bag of uh, tainted dope so that... that, uh, that I, you know, because I, I was hot. For some reason, I didn't make the connection. And I just kept going back to that line. said, so why did he bother saying that? 
<laughs> what is the importance of this? I, I'm an idiot. Thank you for thank you for jogging my. No, no problem. Yeah, he gives them he gives them bad dope so that they would OD so you know, that there is obviously right. those those loose ends are tied up. I, I'm not shitting you. I, I get. I'll tell you the exact reason why I was so distracted be, that I didn't make that connection is because I was concentrating on making Blair's performance. Oh, he's awesome in this. He he's if you like how he does this, Blue Ruin is definitely next on your list. I have to watch it then. Have to. Yeah, he yeah, it's 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 he's great in it and it's a very emotional role. Uh he he's far more subdued in this than he is, but but he's it's the same kind of acting. I just yeah, yeah. I, he's great. No, uh, and, and I mean, like but, I said, you could tell he's just he's just not into it anymore. Now, now you 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 taught, mentioned this film being like the film that you know you get attention from. The one thing I did read is that the writer director, uh, he um, after his second film, which was Blue Ruin, he got this, all this attention, and he was starting to get offers to do like real Hollywood films. Right. But he had said he knew at this point if he became a Hollywood writer director, uh, he would never get a chance to do something ultra violent, and so he just de- he decided to do this instead. He decided uh, to do Green Room. Right. Oh, wow. So it was kind of like his last hurrah. It's like, okay, if, if, if this is going to be, if I'm going if, if to risk my career and do this film I want to do uh, instead of doing like the Hollywood film I was just offered, something along those lines. Oh. oh and, and I hope it worked out because I, I don't see anything listed for him for the future. And I didn't do any research on that. Yeah. But I'm really hoping, this, I, I'm hoping he's working on something and it's just not like listed on IMDb. Because the last thing he did was two episodes of True Detective three years ago. I'm right. assuming maybe so, the pandemic might have played a part in that. Yeah, I didn't know? even look it up. I have no idea. I just I, I hope he's got something on the horizon because this is... It says I he mean, has okay. one thing that's upcoming called Rebel Ridge. It's in post-production. Oh, okay. See, yeah, IMDb has changed their format. Oh, I so I, it, I actually hate it. I, I'm sure mm. I'll get used to it at some point. But when you look under director... It has all his previous stuff, and now it has an upcoming tag, and you have to click on it to expand it. So he's doing something or did something uh, that's in post-production called Rebel Ridge, and a high-velocity thriller that explores systemic American injustices through bone-breaking action sequences, suspense, and dark humor. Come on, I'm all in. Uh, We lost audio on you. I muted myself. Sorry, uh, that 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 sounds like his that sounds like his Hollywood film. Good, I'm wrong. I fucking IMDb. That's why I didn't. That's why I posited with. I didn't do research. I just looked on IMDb. So that's that's why it doesn't have a release date or anything. It's just in post production. It's already filmed. Um, Don Johnson is in it. Uh, um, uh, Anna Sophia Robb. That's that's the that's the girl from. Willy Wonka, like the one that played Veruca Salt in the new, the oh. one that Tim Burton did. James Cromwell oh. is in it. James Badge Dale, Don Johnson. Um, you had me at James Cromwell. David Denman, who's been in a bunch of stuff. Like nobody, like I mean, aside from Don Johnson, Crom and Cromwell, it's like nobody, like you know, ultra famous. Like he obviously picked these people. Uh, mm-hmm. He probably very meticulously picked these people for these parts because he wanted them to play these parts. So interesting, yeah. 
Like nobody that jumps out at you past Don Johnson and, and James Cromwell, to be completely honest. So yeah, you know, I, I just um, the, the film. Yeah. I, I I thought the film just really did a good job at, at portraying the uh, uh, the. Uh, I keep saying white nationalists or because skinheads just sound stupid, but yeah, I know well, that, you know, well, yeah, but it, but it really doing them like realistically. Oh yeah, like this, like not like this cartoonish group. It's just, it's just yeah, there's a bunch of fucking hoodlums, and some of them are gangsters. You know, yeah. it's just uh, out in the in the middle of nowhere, which is exactly where they want to be. So, uh-huh. um, Oof. yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that. Uh, uh, th- that's the plot is simple, but it's it's like a reverse. Um, it's like a reverse uh, home invasion horror film. Yeah, yeah, and and, you know? and although and, and although the plot is simple, it doesn't mean that it's a simple movie. No, no, no. It's so just, it's I mean, a simple it, premise. Yeah, it's a yeah. simple premise, but I mean it. I mean, it is ultra violent, and the way the violence is done is when you see it, even little yeah. things like. Being like a couple of characters are attacked and killed by dogs that are trained dogs. to do that, and it's done in such a way where it's like, yeah, I can absolutely see that being something that they, you know, is done, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, the dogs are trained in German, which is <laughs> it just makes it even more just, you know, bad. <laughs> it's just bad. Um, but yeah, Patrick Stewart comes in as uh, essentially he's the he's the patriarch. He's know? the head Nazi. Yeah, he's the head guy, and he's you know the, he's got the cool head. He's got the answers for everything, and uh, you not that you trust him, but he tries to be that voice of trust. Even in the like, there's a part where he said, "Is it all right if I can you hear me if I'm talking at this level of my voice?" Meaning he doesn't mm-hmm. want to raise his voice if he doesn't have to. Like he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's delivering it that way. So he's that, in control. Yeah. So yeah. Right. So that they have a, I guess, more trusting, um, uh, more trusting of him. Well, so, yeah. He he definitely knows how to negotiate and how to smooth talk. Uh, yeah. And he's he's obviously you know that kind of leader. Yeah. Oh, and and when he when he <laughs> when he gets rid of everybody. Uh, he tells them, it's like, uh, yeah, uh, come back uh, on this day and on this day for the workshop and whatever. Remember, what did he say? It's not a party, it's a movement, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, listen, you can come here on Mondays and Tuesdays or Mondays and Thursdays for the workshop and, you know, Saturdays, uh, you, know, uh, f- you know, free drinks on me, blah, 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 and have fun. But remember, it's a movement. It's not all parties. <laughs> We're here for a reason. Uh-huh. You know? So, I it just, yeah, it, and like when he sticks his arm through the door because he's holding the gun, you know, and they yeah they, they want it back, which 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 might be a which might be a weak, weak point in the in the the <laughs> yeah. And to be honest, I mean, if you want a suspension of disbelief, that scene to me is because there's just no way, in my opinion, you're still holding on to that gun that tightly. With the damage that was done to his arm. Well, at that point, no. Well, at that point, they grabbed his hand. Let's not be si- silly. They were pulling him to, to cut him. That they weren't just trying to get the gun out of his hand. Well, they wanted they were, it. They though. were trying to. They slice did his want. Arm they open. Did, I know, but they did want the gun too. 
That was the whole point well, yeah, of him sticking I, his arm out. Yeah, but the, the, yeah, but he wasn't he wasn't holding on to the gun while they were they, he wasn't fighting for the gun. That's let's let's squash that right now. Well, I'm just saying they could have taken the gun and still cut his arm up like that. I, I'm just saying he did. No, <laughs> like, that's no, he still had the gun when he put his arm back through the door. Oh, then he did a good job. I'm just saying, there's no way. I just you 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 have any grip power left. Well, with, I'm with, saying most people would argue there's no way you'd give them the fucking gun in the first place. Well, no, of course not. Of course not. Although, although I mean, realistically, what's your other what's your other option? It's true. Very very You're true. Your turf in this, you know, I was like, what are, what are your options at that point? But I st- still don't think it's a good idea to give them the gun. You know, it's funny. The one Nazi. Um, his name, Big the, John, uh, is the, yes, his, but his real name, his real uh, Big Justin, his real name is, is Eric Edelstein. But I could swear he was related to David Harbor, the the, the sheriff from uh, Stranger Things. He's got that same head. He's got, shape, the, yeah. but his voice also sounds the same. Like I don't know if that was just a, an accident or a accident or a coincidence, but his voice. Like, if you close your eyes, you're hearing David Harbour. I mean, it was pretty... Mm-hmm. I was like, is this guy... He kind of looks like him. Is he related to him in some way? And I looked it up. He's not. Not at all. So, I thought that was it was interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah. No, it, it just... The, this is the problem when we review good films. We usually tend to... We tend to... Uh, it's easier to review bad movies. <laughs> yeah, there's so many things is. that you can find wrong with it. Like if we like, like with the arm thing and the gun, I'm really nitpicking because I love the scene because when his arm comes back through the other end and it kind of flops over, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I was well, like, I, I, I was I've like, seen, oh my god. I've seen some people say that like, uh, you know, with those wounds, he would have bled to death and it was impossible, you know, because of that. So that, that's the suspension of disbelief, well, listen, disbelief part. It's like, okay, they, yeah, they, yeah, in the real use, world. But, you know, they I, use duct tape. I, I've heard of farmers getting their arms ripped off and surviving. So I'm okay to stretch you know my what? mind with this. They, it's they not use, really. They use duct tape. It's, it's, it's all good. It's not like the it's not like the old, oh, I got shot in the shoulder. I'm okay thing. You know, no. it's. No, no. He he reacted the way I would expect someone to if that those were the wounds you had. They uh, they they use duct tape. It's all good. Yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Duct tape is involved. It's it's fine. Duct tape fixes everything. Yeah. yeah. It, it's uh, I, I, the the dialogue is great too. I mean, it's it's really again, it's it's, it's really anchored in reality. There aren't any. There are very few parts where you at you where you find yourself. Uh, quibbling over, you know, if that would really happen. Yeah. Especially because a lot of it's driven by the characters themselves. So you can, you know, they they do stupid things or they don't know how to do things because in real, you know, that that they wouldn't. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? uh, I I think I've I think I've no, I've seen this movie three times, and I've watched it almost the fourth time. Like you know, you start it and then you you don't go back to it kind of situation. I don't think I've watched the movie this many times. I can't remember the last time I did it. It's just it's one of those movies where it's, I don't know, I'm just drawn to how good and well-made this movie is. Mm-hmm. It's just really, there's just something about it. And I I am absolutely going to check out his other films. Because if they're half as good as this movie, I know I'm going to enjoy them. 
I just know I am. So, but what's the matter, Vivi? Come on, I'm trying to do a podcast here. Look at this cat. Look at this cat. Get out of here. Yeah, I mean, the the one thing I I feel is lost on me is is uh, the like the music aspect of it. Uh, a lot of a lot oh, well, a lot yeah. of the film is like really like uh, based in you know music fans i'm not i'm not a music fan right so like like uh one thing i i've i know the poster of the green room i've seen it uh a bunch of times i never realized that it was to take um, on an a, homage yeah is, it, it's an homage to uh being on stage at punk rock well no a spe- but i mean a specific shot like a specific oh like yeah I, 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 I got that i just don't know what it is i mean i definitely got that it's a specific shot of something i just I, I it never occurred to me that that's what it was i just thought it was just because i knew the film because i saw it after i saw the film yeah i mean i'm assuming the machete is supposed to be a microphone stand or something like that i never would have got the music reference to that movie poster if i just saw it at random oh really no i i knew no, that's what I'm saying. I, I knew it was a music reference i just didn't know what from and i still don't yeah, that, i mean that, that's what i'm saying so it's like sometimes i like i understand the movie it's not like i'm like scratching my head what's the punk rocker <laughs> but I, I mean like sometimes i just feel like there there might there's got to be subtle things in there that are lost on me yeah no i get that. like spinal tap how, like the spinal tap how like uh they all play bass or yeah. they have three bass players <laughs> Someone told me that and I was like, "Oh, why is that bad?" I don't know. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, that bad? So I'm yes. always I'm always hyper aware of that when I'm watching a film where I know like the 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 the, 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 the writing writer has a background in that or is specifically immersed in that uh, culture because I don't know it. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Um, so I mean, we could talk about. Oh, that's right. You 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 brought up the 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 whole uh, island band. Yeah. So I mean, so you get to the end of the film, and he's sitting on the side, and Imogene Poots is with him, and he's like, "I got it. I know my desert island band." And she's like, "No, it's like who gives a fuck?" Or or, or you know, no, you know, tell someone who tell that to someone who gives a shit. Yeah, and then fades to black. Credits roll. But obviously, the band that is his desert island band is Creedence Clearwater Revival. All right. Here's where the writer-director annoys me a little bit. Oh, no. Because he, he, pulls, he pulls a Sofia Coppola. Uh, he said in interviews, uh, yes, I played Creedence Clearwater at the end. And I, that's what I told. That's one of the bands I told Pat for the character. But then he says he secretly told the actor what another band and that was supposed to be the one the character is motivated by at the end so it's or not, thinks of it it's the end. not credence clearwater so he so he's he's come out of saying it's one of the two he mentioned to him but it's not but it's 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 not the real one so obviously which 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 is it's just fucking just just the wrong answer yeah anton the yelchin wrong fucking answer so, i'm sorry so the answer is with the director and anton yelchin who is no longer with us that's what yes. I, that's what I'm being told right now, and and and, and that just annoyed. That does that, annoy me. Yeah, it, it does. So it's, so is the, so does the director say that if you pay attention to the film, you can figure it out, or it's just I told Anton Yelchin, and you know, sorry, he's not from from what I gleaned, it's the latter. 
Okay. I told him something else, and that's a secret between him and me. Well, great. So since Anton Yelchin has passed away, then he should tell everyone. Yeah, see, I, I, I just that's it's it's a Sofia Coppola when she pulled that shit with fucking um oh, the lost, lost in translation. translation, yeah, with the come back to New York. Yeah, he whispers in your ear. He's like, what? What was it? It wasn't in the script. What was it? It's like, oh, that's just between him and me. He says, fuck you. <laughs> no, no, no. You see that, that that that's not what a film is about. A film is about communicating to the audience. When you start holding stuff from the audience on purpose, you're just being a dick. Yeah, and, and it's a minor, minor thing. So, yeah, you know, I'll give him a, a pass, even though that does annoy me that it just isn't clearly Creedence Clearwater Revival. I just there's no reason for these kind of games. None. There's, there's no reason for that kind of. Oh, I'm guess I'm never gonna tell you. Yeah, everybody, everybody wants to be the fucking um, uh, you're so vain song thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not working for you too. It doesn't work for anybody else. It just worked for that song. Please stop. It's best stop doing it with movies because it doesn't fucking work. You know how often I I've heard Lost in translation referenced in the last ten years? This many times. <laughs> you know how many Who people say? I know in El Paso? This many. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I it just it just annoys me. So yeah, the, the 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 it's a black mark on this otherwise perfect film. Mm. <sighs> god damn it why did i have to do that yeah uh, and i've been meaning to bring it up i'm like because i've seen it so many times i'm like it's obviously credence clearwater i was like when we review it i'm gonna bring it yeah. up. yeah and i didn't do any homework on it i just assumed mm-hmm. it's clearly credence clearwater revival I, I, honestly there would be no debate on it if i hadn't read that uh <laughs> interview <Jeez. laughs> would have Joey, you're right. I mean, hands down. <laughs> hey. oh, lordy lord. Also, and I also like the, the paintball story. Oh, yeah. And I like the, the way uh, he did it, too, because it gets cut off. Mm-hmm. And then it picks up again later in the film. Not too much later, but later. Where yeah. he starts to tell the story. And you're starting to get into the story a little bit. And you're like, okay. Like obviously this is gonna this moves the plot in some way. Then he gets it it gets cut off for a good reason, and then it picks up again, and you're like, oh fuck, yeah, that's right, that story. Like you kind of forget mm-hmm. about it, and then she's like, uh, can what finish the story? What and then he does. So what what I like about that story is it, uh, not only is it uh, that it's based on a true event that happened to the writer director. But it's also very similar to my um, my high school field hockey story. <laughs> well, which I'm not going to go into because I, I just told it. Yeah. But just 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 insert uh, uh, floor hockey with paintball. With paintball, there you go. And uh, sport, you know, uh, military people with sporty kids. Got it. <laughs> Yeah, showed them a listen. Um, all right, so I guess I guess we can rate this, right? Yes, we can. I think I think we've said enough about this film. It's a good. Oh, and also definitely check out Blue Ruin and Murder Party. I, I'm going um, to. I'm gonna go. Ch- uh, you know, add them. Murder Party is a go, comedy. I don't care what it is. You could. Well, I'm. But <laughs> it's. I'm saying it's a, it's a low budget. It's like a gorilla. It's chompy level budget comedy. Fine with that. But good. And then Blue Ruin is the film that got him the attention. 
and, 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 and it's just awesome. Okay. Uh, now, Green Room, uh, right now is currently sitting at seven stars on IMDb. Yeah, I mean, honestly, for something so violent, um, I'm surprised. I shouldn't say I'm surprised it's at a 7.0. It's a really well-made film. But I mm-hmm. know that it wouldn't be higher, if that makes sense. Even mm-hmm. though I think it should be. I really do. I really feel like this is a solid 8. You know? Okay, now, we, we gave Chompy and the Girls a 7 last time. Uh, I'm with you. I was leaning towards 8 on this. Yeah. Uh, so I think... Oh, wrong one. So I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, let's go... Let's go, let's go 8 on that. Right. So I'm going to rate that 8. That's official on the IMDb site. Now, uh, we have rated... Uh, hang on one second. Oh, yeah. What are the, other, rated, what are the other movies that but, we rated in 8? As, well, as far as I know, as far as I have listed, which is a portion of our episodes, I'm still working on that. Right. Um, I ha- we have 13 films that we rated uh, eight as well. Uh, mo- most recently, we rate Barbarian, uh, Hellraiser, and Prey all got eight stars from us. Wow. Uh, also, uh, Oscar films, uh, well, Coda, yeah. Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, eight stars. Promising Young Woman. Uh, the Father, Trial of the Chicago 7, Judas Priest, and the Black Messiah, also eight Judas stars. Judas Priest? Sorry, you know what I mean. And, <laughs> I know what you mean, but I have to, I had to stop you there. <laughs> and, 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 the, and the other two films are also horror films, uh, Poltergeist, the original, okay. and um, The Wolf of Snow Hollow. We love our like well-made horror movies. We, you know what? Yeah, if so, it's a well-made horror movie, you're going to get a higher rating from us, because there's so hmm. many bad, made, badly made horror films. There really, really are. Honestly, this past year, I just added like uh, uh, six or eight more to my collection that I I didn't even see. I just did a random search, and uh, actually, I went back on Letterboxd. I started to look at them again, and uh, they had some lists, and one was uh, uh, top fifty horror films of uh okay. 2022 i hadn't heard of 10 of them wow so uh, so i i grabbed a bunch i mean and, and I, this horror film quality really picked up in the last year or two i mean there's been shit ones too but there's been a oh, lot sure. of good horror films um the one thing i wanted to say hold on what happened oh no what'd you do i don't know i just i just sorted something and it didn't come out the way i was supposed to that's weird why would i do that Hold on. Uh, there it is. Uh, the one thing I wanted to ask you: Do do you recall? Uh, I went all the recent films that we reviewed. Right. Uh, do you recall what we re- what we rated the Black Phone? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm almost positive that's an eight. All right. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty. Sh- we both really enjoyed that. I can I can guarantee you we that's an eight. Because for some reason when we did it I didn't mark it on the on uh, IMDb so oh, that's really? why I, I, I it mean, wasn't there when I went back. You can go back and listen to the episode. The, the rating I'm gonna should, have to. The I'm rating just... should be close to the end of the show. Um, should be. Should be. Unless Being we the went out, word. Well, I don't think we rated I, it and then Joey, went on for half I, an hour. I, I've been doing this for I've been doing this uh, for past episodes now. We do that a lot. We we ramble on after we rate it. 
Yes. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Unco- it's not common, but it's not uncommon. Got it. Just, just want to underline so let, let's, that. Let's not do that this episode then. We gave this one an I eight. I agree. And let's... Yep. You know what? Here. I'm queuing up the outro music. There we go. Uh-oh. Here it is. All right, everybody. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of Movie Sucktastic. Go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Download and listen to the show there. You can also go to iTunes and you can do the same thing. Um, as a matter of fact, I just got some statistics uh, from YouTube and whatnot. Show's been doing pretty well on YouTube. Actually, it's been doing really, really well. It gave me a whole like year in review for like 2022. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we had uh, like thousand new subscribers, and I know, you know, that's small potatoes for other YouTubers. We're not making money doing this. We're just having fun. So to hear yeah. that we had a thousand subscribers in a, in a year, to me. That's pretty damn good. Um, yeah, and, know, uh, and for any of you, any of you tuning in for like the first time or like the first couple times, glad to have you aboard. If you ever want to reach out and uh, request something or whatever, we're more than open to sure. accommodating. Yeah, I mean, you know, to, to see that you know thirty thousand hours have have been watched uh, for our our shows. I mean, that's I like that. Um, yeah. Anyway, hey Joey, yo, hey Joey, yeah, what episode is this? Three eighty one. Three eighty one. Yeah. Um, you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash moviesucktastic, and we post there, you know, when we go live, trailers, you know, all that stuff. The new trailer for Cocaine Bear is out. Uh, do not watch it. Don't watch it if I, I feel like they get, are giving away too much in the trailer, so I stopped it halfway. I'm like, I I'm, didn't even bother. I started watching nope. it, and I'm like, you know what? No. They're giving away too much. Way too much. Um, unless this bear kills, like, 20 more people than I saw in the trailer... It's too much. I'm sorry. Stop it with that shit. Um, <laughs> you can leave us email. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You can leave us voicemail, 908-514-4470. And you can just do a general search for Movie Sucktastic on the web. A whole bunch of things come up. Um, and we'll be going on a small holiday hiatus. We'll be coming back in the new year. But uh, we'll probably get one or two episodes in before we start our Oscars uh, reviews because the nominations will be out in the second week of January, and we will be all in on that. So January, and we're doing our January release stuff as always. Yeah, that'll probably be the the episode we come out of this hiatus for all the January movies, all the trailers. We're gonna talk about them. We're gonna talk about the movies. We do it every year. There's some doozies this year. Oh, like that that movie Megan. You see that trailer yet? Which one? The Megan with the the doll. That oh the animate yeah. Cool. All right, everybody. Uh, do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? I did not see that coming. <laughs> All right, everybody. We will talk to you next time. Bye bye. Yep yep yep. Bye. Sword!